Ah, uh, yes, that means it's Friday. It also means it's time for us to talk with Ron Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Today's topic is all about health care because that's what all the premiers are going to be talking about. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Okay, so Premier John Horgan is kind of back in the saddle today. Yeah, he returns to the media arena today. Oh, he did do an event at the legislature this week. Uh, Horgan is chair of the Premier's Conference, or the Council of the Federation as they prefer it. Uh, They have a virtual meeting today, virtual, so there won't be anybody going around the streets in Victoria hoping to spot a Premier for their bingo card. But yes, and uh, the Premier will lead off the press conference afterward. There will be login for reporters. We can log in and say, I'd like to ask Premier so-and-so a question. You get one question, no follow-up. So it's not going to be the kind of full-blown press conference we're used to in the past, but important, partly because the Premiers are hoping to generate some major national news out of this one. Right, what kind of national news? They're, They're looking for more money. They're looking for more money for health care, and John Horgan is well positioned to lead that call. He happens to be the chair of the Premier's Conference this year. They rotate the title among all the Premiers, but he's a good guy to be leading it because, of course, he's recently had some real frontline experience with the health care system. There's a nice piece by him, actually, in the Vancouver Sun today. John from Langford... <laughs> That's me, he says, <laughs> talking about uh, why he thinks the healthcare system is the most important government program in the country and why Ottawa needs to put more money into it. Yeah, and what's been happening here? Because they're, they're really talking about numbers in terms of percentage and how much they've been getting versus how much they used to get. Yeah, so look, I mean, John Horgan and, and the other premiers have a good case here. The, when national health care was established in Canada, And when Ottawa brought in the Canada Health Act, requiring the provinces to maintain certain services, the whole idea was that the program would be shared 50-50, federal government, provincial government. Ottawa would put up half the money, the provinces would put up the other half the money. But over the years, Ottawa has been shaving its contribution. We've gone from... Well, I'm not sure it was ever 50-50, but it was close to 50-50. Ottawa now pays about 22 cents on the dollar. The provinces pick up the rest of the bill. So the provinces, especially now in light of the recent health care crisis with the pandemic, are saying really seriously the federal government needs to put up a bigger share. The provinces are not asking that we go back to 50-50. They aren't nuts. They don't think there's any chance of Ottawa doing that. But they are saying, how about if the federal government commits right away to 35 cents? So 35% of the health care system will be paid for by federal contributions. For B.C., That would be about $3 billion a year. Uh, The province would still be on the hook for the remaining 65% of a system that costs billions. So it's not like we're expecting Ottawa to pay pay even half the cost. But why would Ottawa say yes to this? You know, that's the question. And and the premiers hate it when, when you ask this question. But it really is. Why would Ottawa agree to such a thing? Look at it from the federal government's point of view. 
they write a check and send the money to the provinces. But the provinces run the health care system, and the provinces take all the credit, and they spend the money as they see fit. So the federal government puts up half the cost of the health care system, but when there's any announcement of improved services or anything, it's provincial politicians and provincial premiers who do the victory lap and uh, score the, the political points. So over the years, the federal government, every time it's got a budget problem, every time it's got a crisis, they quietly shave their contribution. They've been reducing it in small steps over the years uh, to the current situation. To agree to, well, the the top-up that provinces are, are seeking, right now, the federal government is already deeply in deficit. In order to meet that demand... They, Ottawa would have to agree to borrow even more money than it is or raise taxes and still accept that the provinces are going to get most of the credit for the delivery of the services. I don't see that happening. No, I don't. But there's another problem here, and this is the second trap that Ottawa lays for the provinces. So the federal principle is we announce joint funding for programs. Ottawa announces new programs. They get credit for that. Uh, you know, we got, uh, we had that with, we have that with a new child care program. Uh, federal government is great. Prime minister, premiers share the platform. Later down the road, they start shaving the contribution. So right now, Ottawa is talking about bringing in national standards for long-term care. And, oh, they'll help pay for it. But you know what's going to happen down the road. The federal contribution will start shrinking. They're talking about that with pharmacare. They've done it already with child care. And long-time watchers of the federal-provincial scene at the provincial level, are warning their premiers, yeah, go ahead, share the platform with the prime minister, uh, get the money up front, but just remember, Ottawa doesn't keep its long-term commitments on this stuff. You lock in with them on child care or long-term care, BC already has pharmacare, so it's not an issue for us. Down the road, the check is going to start shrinking, and you're going to start paying more. Well, sure. Next, another election, new government potentially, and all of a sudden they're thinking, well, that wasn't our program. We can shrink that a little bit. Yeah, and, and look, the premiers have been asking Trudeau for this for, for several years, and what's he done? He, he's still prime minister. Uh, he still goes out there. His current line is, oh, we'll talk about this when the pandemic is over, like, Excuse me, but the reason the premiers are asking for more money right now is because the system is under massive stress in the middle of a pandemic. So why would you want to put it off until after the pandemic is over when the money is needed right yeah. now? Well, I don't expect you'll get much of an answer. Um, by the way, the premier has a musical choice for you today, Simi. Really? Yeah, he says in the piece in the Sun that... Uh, he went through the whole 35 treat radiation treatments, and he says that his spirits were regularly lifted by uh, the song by Great Big C, Ordinary Day. So I give that to you as the inspirational message for the day, much as I love the village people. Listen, there's nobody more inspiring than the village people, possibly with the exception of Boney M. 
which is another song <laughs> that I really love, which is, come on, that's like, that's my la, workout la, la, song. Rusty that's my jam. Russia's greatest love machine. They don't <laughs> write lyrics like that anymore. So. No, they don't. Thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye. That's our Vaughn Bomber from the Vancouver Sun.